Hello, beloveds. Today, I want to talk with you about transactionally acquired magic or power. And I want to talk about this in the context of some enormous clearings that have occurred for the planet being that occurred on October 31st. As I record this, it is November 22nd. These enormous clearings and removals of certain energetic kind of strands, if you will, from the planets being a field essence for her have now made the clearing or the removal of the of the kind of the related themes in humanity and so individually everyone is um, uh, able to tap into this and has been tapping in in various ways to it Uh, some of you if you're listening to this then you're someone who's been consciously in your awake awareness doing the work of clearing out cleansing out removing um, that which is no longer needed or that which isn't serving or that which is no longer desired um, or that which you don't want to be taking with you to the next phase of your journey Um, and this clearing is all at a macro level in service to the evolutionary leap the evolutionary shifting that is occurring within your being and that evolutionary leap is a a physical biological process of change as much as it is an energetic uh, process of transformation and it is a transformation into something entirely new that has never been before and your unique expression of this entirely new thing will be completely unique to you. So while it is true that the species is going through the shift and the beginning of that has happened and what's sort of getting underway, the individual expression of it within you will be entirely unique, is entirely unique. So there are a number of themes on the human level that have been coming up and individually in your own journey in these recent weeks since October 31st, you've probably had uh, moments or, or periods of experience of revisiting old Um, physical symptoms from old health problems or old emotional issues um, from earlier phases in this human life and you've kind of felt in both cases sort of whichever version of this was was your experience like sort of why is this here what's going on Um, and perhaps you also had a story that you should engage with that work that that was a fruitful version if you will of kind of shadow work of kind of going in and doing that Uh, work internally in some way to understand it 
but you may have found that that was not useful to do because you were already fairly in neutrality about it and you're just mystified by the uh, just the appearance of it at all. And so this was really just what this has been. It's just simply the kind of the wave of the removal moving through you. So if you think about what happened with the planet as kind of a a sort of in one moment, this enormous sort of compression down and then springing out into this incredibly wide, you know, massively expanded version of the energetic sphere of the planet so that the sort of the particles, if you will, spread out across that massively huge sphere, like rapidly. It's like a rippling out that occurs. Um, and there was a very, just a very powerful visual of it that I, I wish I could could make the the visual for you that you could see it. But this sort of rippling of like all the tiny different little fragments of energetic and particle beingness of Earth, just sort of all like ripple, 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 out, 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 and in this very shimmery, bright, kind of almost metallic, but not not in any kind of an artificial way, um, but like a you know purely earthen kind of metallic way. But so this rippling going out, and then as that rippling is going out, there was just this enormous kind of cleansing, clearing, removal of so much. Uh, old weight, um, old density, not needed, and uh, and and then the and then the rippling back in as it comes back down into form with this incredibly lightened version of itself, like as if, like if you were if you took a big foam ball, like a Nerf ball that was made out of foam, and you filled it with water, you know, like a because it's like a sponge, and it would be this very heavy uh, sphere, this very heavy foam ball, and then if you kind of squished it all the way down and squished out that water, and then suddenly let go and let it spring back out again, it would be super light because all that water weight would be gone, right? So uh, these are just kind of a couple of different um, images for you to kind of get this sense of this sort of immediacy of the kind of popping, rippling out in this beautiful sort of shimmery way and then rippling, shimmering back down into size after this enormous cleansing and this removal. This is what happened with Earth. And so as that happened, there there are like little beams of light that are like kind of like echoes or fractals of that that are energetically still kind of around if they were they're still moving through on smaller levels impacting all of the beings on the earth and impacting the humans impacting you and me in our way and those beams just are sort of passing through you and as they pass through you these sort of little it's almost like little memories are coming up and expressing themselves and the energy beams that are passing through you are they are it's a physical process. It's an embodied experience that they're passing through. So you're having kind of the embodied uh, revisiting of whether it's physical symptoms or emotional expressions. It doesn't matter which, but this kind of that's where this resurfacing is really truly coming from. And you can engage with that con- the content of that resurfacing in whatever way feels useful to you. But 
I would encourage you to not worry about getting overly bogged down in the details of it if you do feel that you're in neutrality with it, that you have really done that work. And if you aren't quite clear about the neutrality piece, but you, you what, what you may have the experience of is that just simply the reemergence of the old history, of the old embodied visceral somatic experience kind of triggers you a little into, oh, oh, no, why is this back? Or, oh, no, what's wrong with me? Or what did I do wrong? Or like, that's a new thing. That's not about the old thing, right? So that's a new thing that you absolutely can work with. Um, uh, that's sort of a fresh live thing, if you will, that you can work with and just sort of be like, okay, how do I, how, how do I use this to move a little bit more into, um, you know, at cause in, in neutrality in relationship to my current experience and being in charge of my current experience. All right, so I'm off. I'm a little off, little off theme, but I want to come. I, I really needed to have that context of what happened with Earth and how the sort of ripple effects are still moving through within the larger Earth field that we are just these tiny little motes within, right? And so those kind of ripple effects are still happening for us, and they all keep happening. But there are some new pieces that are happening now. So the new pieces that are happening now are related to the um the the very recent lunar eclipse and solar eclipse coming on December 4th and some other key markers at the end of December middle and end of December and kind of into early January but i would say between now and the end of the year roughly speaking you want to be aware of a very heightened um removal process and it's really it's 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 like a vacuum cleaner it's like a big suction machine or like a big giant magnet that can pull out like little magnetic filings that are you know kind of like in the in the field like just this removal but it's very powerful the the height of this it's already in play and it's been in play for months but it's ramping up um in its powerfulness and the height of that of that power, the extremity of that power is with the um, December 4th solar eclipse, which is um, connected to, at at its peak at that time, something called the Great Attractor. And I want to talk about what the Great Attractor is for a minute. So the Great Attractor is a, um, uh, is a, is a thing in space, an anomaly in space, something anomaly meaning that we don't understand what it is, right? Human language for we have no fucking idea what's going on. Um, this sort of phenomenon in space that is on the other side of the Milky Way galaxy that was discovered by humans in the 70s. And so it's very kind of new in sort of the astrology world, if you will. And it's you know very new in the in the human science world and not understood. Essentially, it's moving away but pulling us with it at this very fast speed and it's kind of doing all sorts of wacky things um uh you know to the various planetary and stellar bodies that it is interacting with so it's entirely enigmatic entirely esoteric at this point Um, in our understanding of what's going on. But if you can think of it as this huge sort of 
sucking, pulling out, pulling away, removing in the way that, you know, like a shop vac, you'd come in and you'd just suck up all that water from the flood or whatever. And it would just be, and it's gone, right? That just sudden, dramatic, super powerful, um, you know, kind of removing energy. And so that has been going on because this solar eclipse energy, you know, is it, it starts quite a while earlier and kind of goes on beyond. So the eclipse point is the kind of peak point, if you will, and sort of almost like a bell curve of distrib- distribution of the, the energetic effects of that. So that's occurring. And so if you go back to that October 31st described kind of the planet on its own doing that kind of collapsing down and then springing way out all the big cleansing and emptying out that was happening with that ripple effect and then back down to its sort of quote-unquote normal or desired size quote-unquote and but with this complete emptying out but with that emptying out there was more um, space and room inside and more additional kind of things can be removed as well and so then the great attractor so it did that earth did that in order to um in order to be ready like it was part of getting ready for this next phase of cleaning right like think of um i often use the imagery of like a big you know wet dog coming out of the lake and doing that big giant shake to get the first batch of water off before you might you know kind of come up and clean it up or put it in a bath or whatever so the great attractor is like this big bath but it's but it's but it's very dramatic so maybe it's more like a big giant hose you know with like just water sluicing that's really fast and I've killed that metaphor. We're going to just <laughs> laugh and move on from that metaphor. But now with the great attractor coming in, the conjunction, the, the alignment with the, the, the great attractor coming in, we're also feeling this sort of sucking out of the impurities. And um, and I'm going to come back and talk about purity and impurity in a little bit. But this sucking out is um, it's kind of intense. Right. So you've had both kind of the individual um, echoes or ripples um, from past experiences in your human life have been kind of, you know, flickering through you uh, on one level. And then you're having this larger kind of just giant kind of cosmic, you know, uh, pulling out of things. And very it can be very it's been very intense. So many people are having their sleep disrupted um, and their bodies are experiencing lots of tiredness and whatnot. Now, last couple of days, the energies have shifted again. And I for me, I have felt them to be very brilliant and high and delightful and productive and revealing um, of new and interesting um, energetics and information and clarity and blah, 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 and all the good things. Um, and that has been wonderful. And I hope that you've been having that as well. And if you haven't, I hope you can kind of tune into that within you because it is available. Uh, it is available. And as a, as a side note, just a reminder that if you are having disrupted sleep, I really do encourage the addition of, um, uh, 800 milligrams of L-theanine 
to your nighttime routine and potentially also with 500 milligrams of GABA. Um, these two and together, particularly the L-theanine, but with the GABA at bedtime, making a huge positive impact on sleep for those of us doing the integration work in our biologies of these esoteric cosmic energies. So some themes have been coming up at an entire human species level that are being removed uh, from kind of the species, you know, collective um, uh, plane in the same way that things were removed from the earth being um, through that October 31st thing. And so one of the themes that I wrote briefly about the other day um, is the theme of self-sacrifice and the understanding and reminding us all of the understanding that you are not helping yourself or the object of your endeavors when you are in self-sacrifice. So the kind of martyr energy and the idea of you, if you, are, if you sacrifice your, yourself for another being or you know, for whatever, it doesn't matter, whether it's another human, an animal, a plant, the earth, a star, the universe, God, your idea of God, whatever that is. Um, if you are sacrificing yourself on any level, at any level of stakes, you are actually hurting yourself and that being. You're not helping. You're hurting. And you have never been asked to sacrifice yourself for another by the deep sacred current of life force or by any, shall we say, kind of legitimate energy. The choice to engage in kind of martyrdom, self-sacrifice behaviors in our human experiences um, or in other lives that we've had, human or non, doesn't matter, uh, is coming from these kind of corrupt energetics that have been around for a long time, fear-based, um, in the collective and in the planet. And they've been removed from the planet, and now they're being removed from humanity. And so we, it's time for us individually to contribute to the removal of that further and further more and more for humanity by reminding ourselves and others that this is not welcome that self-sacrifice and martyrdom is not welcome it is hurting and bringing down the resonance and so cut it out <laughs> okay and so like let's just so there's lots of different themes in in kind of the history of the last, you know, two or three thousand years that we can think of at a sort of larger philosophical or uh, religious framework or world cultures level around stories, and mythologies around um, self-sacrifice and martyrdom. And these stories are either incorrectly told about the actual being and energy that was at the center of the story because the story has been perverted or distorted uh, in order to perpetuate these fear-driven pieces 
Um, and there's a sort of a flip side to this coin that we're about to get to that relates to this kind of the companion energy theme that came up this morning. So, um, or it's just a corruption of the story. So either it's intentionally corrupted or it's just corrupted through the ages um, in the retelling. Either way, not useful. But you can see this everywhere in our human modern lives today. Like you can look around and you can see it in the exaltation in recent years around the cult of busyness. That whole self-important, self-martyred, I'm so busy, I'm working all the time. I work day and night. I slave away for, you know, the corporate overlords or for my own business for you know just this sort of slavery mentality around and how exalted you are that you're so important you're so busy nobody can live without you for five minutes right like we see this all the time in kind of the the sort of professional and career driven um uh places and then we also see it um in the home life in the assumptions that, you know, that on the sort of the domestic and the family front, that we should just completely just, you know, just destroy ourselves in support of our children, our marriages, our friends, our parents, it doesn't matter who, right? And so this self-sacrifice storyline is over. Be done with it. Let it go. There is no longer, so there has been, this energetic um, imperative that has been existing within earth and within the collective that has driven and pushed us towards this self-sacrifice incorrectly. You can think of it as an impurity. And again, I'll come back to that in a minute. And it is gone. It's been removed. And so in these last few days, you may have been revisiting some of these self-sacrificing themes in various ways. And that is this opportunity to really just embrace a massive paradigm shift and do the work of beginning to anchor this into your neurobiology. Because it's not good enough to just make the decision, oh yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Your neurobiology and your whole overall cellular biology is programmed from years and years and years and years and years of being oriented towards this. So you must rewire that neurobiology because we have to do this through a somatic embodied process, even more so than whatever this fun kind of in the awake awareness, aha, mental, you know, or intellectual understanding is. So because all of this is about the shift evolutionarily, which is embodied, Okay, so the neurobiology is everything. So that self-sacrifice piece, that's this one big theme that um, that has been rippling through in the cleansing recently. And a new one that came up this morning as a kind of this is gone. This is over. There is no more of this. And while there may, again, just as there is with the self-sacrifice, need to be individual uh, kind of breaks from this recent tradition or really kind of a, a, a closing and an ending and a, and a declaring of I no longer 
will ever do this again. I won't do it anymore. Any other lives that I've done it in, um, I, 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 I negate, end, conclude, reject any agreements or contracts that I have made in any life at any time, conscious or unconscious, that have had me then engaging in either self-sacrificing behaviors and martyrdom or this new one, which is transactional acquisition of magic or power. And really, I'm talking about magical power or esoteric power when I'm talking about power, not really talking about mundane power, which is, you know, uh, not as interesting. Um, But certainly many are interested in esoteric power in order to then gain and wield and experience mundane level world power. So this big theme here is about transactionally acquired magic or power and the understanding that is available to the entire collective now not just a few select people who've really done intense hard work around this, that transactionally acquired magic or power is conditional magic or power. And that there is no requirement to be in transaction or to trade off or to give up or to give away or to sacrifice another in order to get access to esoteric power or magic. Magic is freely, fully available to any being in the entire all of all. And nothing is required in return. It is not transactional. And It's so important to spend a little time thinking about the idea of how transactional anything, transactionally acquired anything, is conditional. And therefore, it is limited. It is capped. So in the same way that we were visiting this self-sacrificing the more dominant theme in this transactional acquisition of magic has been the sacrificing of another in order to get this. And in your current life, you may think there's no way ever that you have ever sacrificed another in order to get power for yourself or magic for yourself. But I'm here to tell you that you have in some life done this. You have had this experience. And now is the opportunity to be concluded with that and to no longer have to carry around either the bonds related to that transaction or the guilt and the shame associated with having done that. Now, some of the themes around this are that are coming up for, for kind of in the larger sense are around kind of sacrificing of children or sacrificing of animals or sacrificing of, you know, the few for the sake of the many, quote unquote. We can think about sacrificing 
in kind of the modern human world where it's sort of like, oh, for the good of the many, we'll limit or abrogate or eliminate or close out um, the few. We can think about this is, I mean, the extractive capitalist system is rap is has been sort of rampantly uh, weighted, if you will, in and dependent on this transactional acquisition of perceived power of perceived magic, but it is always conditional, and therefore. It's really not what we really wanted. But if we thought that's all we could have, then maybe that's why we went there. Or maybe we got tricked into thinking that it would be for the best, right? It's not. It's an impure acquisition of magic and power. And so this is gone. We don't have to do this anymore. And it's time to let it go. So you may have been having weird dreams, and those dreams may have not made any sense uh, to your awake awareness, but they leave you feeling a little heavy. And it may just be the waves, the ripples of these removals happening en masse around the globe. Just let it move through. Let it move through. So I want to talk a little bit about purity because I've mentioned this before. And, of course, um, you know, when we had um, a while back, when we had the release and the opening um, of the cosmic right to purity, um, this has been really important energetics to tap into all, all the time over and over. But there are some incorrect ways of mental models and ways of speaking about purity that actually undermine actual purity. So it's time to speak about this. Um, if you are holding or carrying around the ideas of purity, either from a I'm super attached and like that idea of purity or I'm super rebellious and reject that idea of purity because of a tie into, for example, kinds of, you know, traditional Western world in particular, patriarchal uh, versions of kind of, oh, purity is about, you know, um, removing anything real and, you know, the, you know, the sort of the, uh, oh, it's all about, you know, whatever. We just, I can't even come up with the words. It's so foreign to me right now. I can feel and sense and sort of smell that energy, but I, I'm not able to come up with the words. And so maybe they'll come in a minute. But what purity really is, it's purity. It's the purity of the thing itself. And so when we're removing impurities, those impurities are just simply that which is not belonging to whatever the thing is that we're talking about. So to restore purity is to restore fullness, is to restore to the natural state, is to restore the wildness, the feral nature, the primal nature, the first truth, the complete, the unencumbered, the undiluted, the, the uncorrupted version, if you will, of whatever the thing is that's being discussed. And this is important because 
There's no room for conditional. There's no room for transactional. There's no need for sacrificing of self or others. None of those concepts are even relevant when you're able yourself to return to, to uncover, return to, and then bring into your embodied expression your pure essence of being. And you're able to identify what is me, what is not me. And remove that which is not me, that is not welcome, that is not part of the constellation that is me, the community, if we're going to talk about our physical human bodies for a minute, the massive community that is me, because I am a collective of many, many, many organisms that make up this human body. Just like the planet is a collective of many, many, many organisms that make up the planet. So as we, as we uh, kind of move through these phases of our evolution into Homo Lumens, what we are doing is becoming more purely, having greater access within our embodied human experience to our full cosmic self, our full cosmic being, and our original self. It is the union of this trinity of original human and cosmic self that is the full hallmark of the, the evolution from Homo sapiens into Homo lumens. And so this is requiring ongoing kind of removal of impurities of that which is not fully you so that there can be room for fully you to come in and the alignment the resonance will match that it'll be kind of the correct syncing up of the notes of the song if you will um and it is a song all of this is music absolutely in the truest sense of the word it is absolutely music and your cosmic being is producing singing playing orchestrating an incredible tune with millions of instruments with the craziest orchestra that you ever heard in your life and incredible vocals and choral amazement and all of this is going on and and in your human you're learning how to sing that tune and play that tune in the instrument of your human body and have it sync up with that giant cosmic tune. Have it be in sync so that it's all the one song together in that way that beautiful harmony when it's done, when it's just really spooky, it just sounds like one note somehow, even though you also can uniquely hear the you know, three or four or ten different voices that are making up that harmony like that. Just And you know how that just like makes every, you know, molecule of your body just sort of stand up at attention when you hear that kind of music. So it's like that, which, by the way, speaks to kind of a tactical piece um, as these energies are so big and fast and intense. And what's what may be going on if you're feeling kind of 
like a little beat up by it, right? Or a little sort of like, you know, run over by it because it's so huge. Um, and particularly in your physical, uh, if you're feeling that or in your, or, or if you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, um, with everything that's coming in, then it's really important for you to slow down. And we've talked before about how there's this speeding up of the particles that are making you up and the energy waves that are making you up to try to entrain up to the speed, this rapid, rapid, higher, faster speed of oscillation movement frequency of the incoming cosmic energies. And we are wired as humans biologically to entrain, uh, you know, to that which we, you know, sink to. Right, so the baby's breath and heartbeat entrains to the mother's, uh, and this happens outside of the womb as well. The baby, you know, out not just in in utero, but out is entraining to whoever it's sleeping around um, or spending a lot of time with. And humans entrain to each other's heartbeats and to each other's brain waves um, when they're spending time together. This has been proven many times. This is nothing particularly revolutionary in terms of human science, and you know. So all this kind of entrainment is wired into us biologically so that now here we can have this opportunity to entrain to this incredible cosmic shift. But if we but it's not our job to move as fast as right or to match the speed in the earlier phases. That speeding up was something we wanted to encourage in terms of the biology and that was part of the understanding. Now, as more and more of your cosmic being is coming into your human embodiment, and that is happening whether you have awake awareness of it or not, it is happening. And there can be a million different little things that are going on in your life that could be evidence of this, um, but it is happening. And as that, as that is happening, the, the human needs to slow down more. So, so for example, this may sound very familiar, particularly recently, the kind of log jam or traffic jam of all the different ideas, sort of, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do the other thing. I've got all these different ideas, and I can't move forward on all of them. It's, you know, I live in the Pacific Northwest in the U.S., and in Seattle, there's this sort of long-standing joke, and I no longer live in Seattle, but in Seattle, there's this long-standing joke of the, like, the four or the five-way stop where nobody goes because everybody's being really polite, sort of, you know, Northwest nice. That's what it's called. And everybody's being so polite and say, oh, waving. Oh, no, you go. Oh, no, waving on. No, you go. No, you go. And everybody moves forward a half an inch and then stops. No, no, you go. And you can just sit there for, you know, 20 minutes at the stop signs with nobody going. Um, or at least that's how it used to be. I don't think it's really like that anymore. But it's like that inside you right now. And if that's true, if you're having that feeling of like, I don't know, ah, slow down. Slow down. The tune that you are singing the tune that you are playing in your human being can be at quarter speed and be perfectly synced with the tune that your cosmic being is playing at triple time with the 18,000 instruments. You just want to sync up. You don't have to be the same. You couldn't be the same. And that would be boring anyway, because you've already been the cosmic self. You've already been your cosmic being. Your cosmic being didn't come here into this human form and kind of create this whole human experience that is you. 
so that you could do that because you came here to become something entirely new. Remember? Oh, yeah. You're wondering where the manual is. There's no manual. We're making it up as we go along. It's so fucking fantastic. It's so fun. And, of course, crazy making, but in just a completely beautiful way. So fun. So this deep sacred current of life force moving more and more richly into you. Many different pathways of behavior for you to access this more pure, direct, unadulterated connection and flow through of that deep sacred current of life force coming through you. Your cosmic being knows how to be entirely open as a conduit, as an expression, as an expression of that deep sacred current of life force and is super excited to just be here helping you, helping self be more of that within the physical because it's that embodied experience of that access point from within the human that is this homo lumens journey. So care for the body, care for it, listen to it, learn how to hear what it has to say, bring it outside into contact with earth, walk the earth with your bare feet, touch the earth. I don't care if it's cold and rainy and icy. Just do it even for like 30 seconds, okay? You know you can do it. Don't let a little bit of discomfort get in the way of the greatest amazing thing that's ever happened to you as a human. Do it. Connect with nature in many different ways. Connect with the earth. It's time to move beyond traditional, simple versions of grounding. That is no longer going to be enough for some of us. Some of you are going to be requiring to physically move, to put, bring all of your attention to moving the cosmic energies that are coming into your body. Keep moving them down into the earth. If you feel kind of busy, overwhelmed, spacey a lot in the kind of upper half of your body, push that energy down into the earth. Push it down. Push it down. You're a conduit. This isn't just about you and your individual becoming. This is as you are becoming, you are a greater and greater conduit for those cosmic energies into earth and for, from earth back up to the cosmic. But for most of us, that part's easy. We hardly even notice that's happening. It's the cosmic energies coming in that gets sort of stuck in us because we're kind of, whoa, what's all that, you know? And we're so ungrounded as a species. We're so, so disconnected from Earth. So disconnected from the rest of the world. We even call it the natural world as if we're not part of it, which is hilarious, right? When did it become, oh, us and the natural world? Are we machines? No. <laughs> right but the rest of the world we are so disconnected from it we talk about the rest of the world and we mean like where the people are and where the people's societies are and where the machines are that's nothing like sure it's wrecking a whole bunch of shit and it's completely unacceptable our behaviors as a species but that's nothing compared to the vastness of what's truly occurring all the time as you connect more and more to earth 
and to the deep sacred current of life force all around you, pay attention to the way the story doesn't center on you anymore. And it certainly doesn't center on humans. Yes, I'm here talking all about humanity and the human evil leap into homo lumens, but mostly just because it's fun and it's a cool thing. And it wasn't something that was open as a timeline for humanity until recently because humanity was not on that path. Humanity was on an extinction path and now it's open. It's really cool. So that's really fun. I'm here for that, but it's, it's almost like a game. And I don't mean that in a, hmm, I don't want to say that word game because that means a lot of things to people in a way that is not useful to your process is what I hear for some of you listening to this. So just kind of remove that. Um, if that's something that's come up, but it's like a playful, uh, playful adventure. And it's a fun thing to kind of try and surf the waves of the earth's evolutionary leap because it's making a ton of waves and just sort of like being along for the ride is super fun super fun we're becoming something entirely new (laughs) as this earth beautiful earth being so fun so I hope that you're able to have fun with this and I hope that you're enjoying this and I hope that this, um, you know, in sharing of esoteric information today is useful to you. And, you know, as I always say that you should uh, only take what's useful and leave the rest without judgment. My sharings of my understanding of the nature of reality are about my understanding of the nature of reality uh and the age of gurus is dead and i'm no uh i'm not one to say that i have better information than you do if what i'm here to share sparks and awakens something in you that supports you in your own process of bringing into your awake awareness that which you desire to have in your awake awareness and create the experience you want then that's fantastic i love that i'm here for that if things that you or others share do the same for me fantastic love it right but you are this is about the direct the restoration of the direct access to the deep sacred current of life force No more mediators. No more gatekeepers. No more transactions required. Okay? (laughs) I love you. I love you. I thank you for your light in the world at this time. Mwah.